Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. The longer I visualize action and surrender, the more divine the outcome. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And today we're talking about every Westerner's favorite topic patience. <laughs> Only number two to meditation as being the most annoying thing that anyone ever wants to sit down and do. <laughs> what, you mean I just have to wait for it? <laughs> in a society where you have a headache, you pop a pill. The car's empty, you put in petrol. You're bored, you switch on the TV. Everything is so instant gratification in this society. It is designed to be like if you have to wait in line at the bank, you start making passive-aggressive noises like... <sighs> under your breath and you know if you get to the car park and there's a wait to get in it's like oh, you know because life is so important it's so busy and when it's longer scale stuff or stuff that's really seemingly out of your control like I want a baby I can't get pregnant I want a I want a promotion but they keep offering it to people instead of me and I've been applying for ages now those sorts of things are the territory we're really going to delve into today, from the small to the big levels of what it means to be patient in life. We've got um, an email here from a listener, and she writes, I've just signed up for a new fitness plan, and I'm really looking forward to it, but I have to wait five days for it to come through. I'm feeling so impatient, and I keep checking my emails for it. I had to have a little chat with myself and work through why I was feeling so agitated and impatient and realized that patience would be a great topic for the show one week. I told myself that I was lucky to have a week to prepare myself for the plan, and then when the time was right, it would be sent to me, and it's about having a bit of trust in the universe and its timing. I'm sure there are so many other avenues that the topic could cover, like instant gratification, being patient in relationships, trying for a baby, etc. So we're all on the same page here, absolutely. It's a great email, isn't it? It's, uh, she, she sums it all up perfectly, and when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, and we have never done a whole show on patience, and I think being Westerners and being in the world we live in and teaching what Jane and I are teaching, emotional, spiritual stuff, this is such a vital topic to devote half an hour to. And you'll see why by the end of the show. You might be thinking, patience, really? I already thought that. I'm the most impatient person in the world. I said, Beck, I can just talk about with empathy of how frustrating it is. What have they got to say about that, Jane? Look, I want to start, though, with... Um, we do live in a you know third-dimensional world where we have a time-space reality. And if anybody remembers that beautiful DVD that was uh, kicking around about, I don't know, 10 years ago, I guess now, called The Secret, where they were teaching about the law of attraction and about manifesting, there was this gorgeous scene in it where I think a guy was picturing himself on, uh, I don't know if it was on safari, but he was in a wildlife park in Africa with these elephants and then the next scene you see is he's got an elephant in his room doing a great big poo. And I was the point was to say sometimes it's not good to have instant manifestation. <laughs> and I thought it is. That's so true. And so understanding that time and space are actually your friend, not your enemy, mm. I think goes a long way to helping with patience. There's also um, part of how I believe the laws of the universe work is there's all these people down here on earth 
constantly asking, whether subconsciously or subconsciously, they're constantly putting requests out there. You know, I want a, a toner, a more toned bum. I want the perfect husband. I want to drive a Maserati. I want to get into this industry and have my career. I want to be a musician on stage. You know, from, from the small to the large, we're constantly pinging out all these requests to the universe, whether we realize it or not. Now, some of those things, for example, I want the perfect husband and he's six foot two and he plays football and he looks like this and he's got biceps and he's got a great job and he drives his car and he lives in this suburb and he's going to be perfect for me. Some of those requests, um, it's not that you can't have them, but at times there's actually a point where the soul or you as the personality is not yet ready for them. And so the universe will begin to assist by, you know, law of vibration, sending in that which you are attracting, but you will find if there's, um, issues or problems or stumbling blocks or emotional blocks, that that is where the work still needs to be done before you can fully manifest that elephant in your bedroom without any flaws or problems or large poos. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, because it's as much as absolutely the law of vibration, the law of attraction does say that if you fully line up with the vibrational reality of the thing that you want, if you really own it in your body with no deeper blocks or questions that, and that's, that's, that's the hidden part. You've got to check to see if there's any self-sabotage at play in your system. If you're fully, fully clear and clean, absolutely. You can have whatever you want right now, literally in the palm of your hand. That however, is a level of mastery that your average human being is still working on. And the funny thing is that usually when we get those miracles, we get them quote unquote by accident. We didn't realize we weren't, you weren't waking up every single morning thinking about it and writing out to-do lists and checklists and like planning it and trying to get it and visualizing it and putting up mood boards about it and saying affirmations about it. And then it came. It's the little thought that you sent out once in the universe and almost forgot about and let go of with complete unattachment. Unattachment, law of unattachment. moved on with no real hooks or hang-ups on it that came back around and came to you just when you least expected it with divine timing. So in the case of this lady that's waiting for her exercise uh, fitness program to arrive, she has attachment to it. She's got an attachment to the outcome. There's neediness. That's right. That's right, which we all have with our desires. Neediness is so human. It is such a hard one to conquer. Well, we believe that whatever it is that we desire is going to make us feel better. Correct. So it is actually about having contrast, observing contrast. And through that contrast, it gives birth to a new desire. As you give birth to that new desire and you start to visualize that, you believe that that is going to make you feel better in some way. So now you're attached to the outcome. It is. It's always about the outcome. And isn't it funny how sometimes we view the outcome in a positive or a negative in terms of the amount of control it has over us? What do I mean by that? Well, if you've got a trip to Europe booked in five months' time, you have to be patient because you have to wait for that date on the calendar to, to get there. But isn't it filled with excitement and anticipation and planning and yearning and, you know, visualizing what I'm going to do when I get there and I can't? Like, it's actually a really pleasurable um, sort of a yearning of a patient. You, know, you can be patient. I have often found that the fun of my manifesting of goals or dreams or things I want to experience. Mm. The fun is actually in the planning. Yes. Now, with something like a holiday, it's very concrete. You've got the tickets. You've got the flight booked to the hotel. You know it's going to happen. You've got complete certainty in the fact that in five months from now, you'll be in the warm sun somewhere enjoying yourself and knowing for sure that you're going to enjoy that experience and be relaxed. So you've got to be patient for five months, but it's so fine because you know it's coming. Now, let's contrast that with, I really want a baby. 
I really want a baby. I've been trying for a baby. We've been trying for a baby. I've tried and tried. It's been years now. I've done IVF three rounds. I really want a baby. Now, what's happening there is you're not feeling certain in the delivery of the outcome. There's no day on the calendar that, that you can perceive in a physical real world sense. You haven't got the ticket in your hand. You know, you haven't got the boarding pass to the baby. So, and the baby is all wrapped up in, the holiday's wrapped up in, I will feel good when I get there. The baby is wrapped up in, I will feel good when I get there. The difference with the holiday is you're actually feeling good along the journey as well. You're feeling good thinking about it every time you tap into it. With the baby, you're feeling loss, lack, lack of control, grief, a black void, you know, like feeling like you're lost in the universe, like you're not being supported. Like it's, you know, we, 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 this, these are all mental constructs. Now, a highly evolved vibrational person would probably view the baby one as with absolute surety that with the right alignment, with the right – I've got to word this really carefully because this is a highly sensitive topic and I want to yeah, make sure I really is, channel, channel yeah, this yeah. right because there are always going to be people in this lifetime who are not going to get that baby. I understand mm. that. Like it's one of those things, isn't it? But it's the if, if you're looking for an emotional outcome and you're looking for control, perhaps – it's not actually the baby that you're fixated on in the future that's going to bring you the emotions that you're chasing. Perhaps it is the journey. It's the deliberate putting off of the baby which is bringing you what you are actually asking for in the interim, the opportunity to master certain emotions for yourself that you're thinking a baby is going to fulfill or fix or be or the future husband or the perfect job. You can have the baby. You can have the job. You can have the husband. They, the, as Abraham Hicks would say, they're in the vortex. The universe knows what you want. The universe has heard. Asking you shall receive. The universe is, is plotting it on this divine timing sort of bandwidth. But it's your job in the meantime not to play the game of when I get there, I'll be happy because that is conditional love. And you're putting conditions on yourself, on your relationship with yourself. You're actually withholding yourself from joy right now in the now moment because you're refusing to allow yourself to feel it until such time as I have that thing on that dotted line in that time and space over there on that date, on that calendar. Beautifully said, Beth. Did I get there? Yes, you did. Can you add to that? (laughs) I want to encourage people to become friends with patience. And the way that I work on it, and actually I think I've become so much more patient than I used to be. I was the most impatient person in the entire world and I was making it happen. I was pushing that boat upstream and it was hard work until I learned to turn the boat around and go downstream and how effortless and easy it was. That was something that really helped me to embrace the gift of patience. So how do you do it? It's going to be a bit of going down memory lane, doing a bit of journaling, writing out times that you have manifested or experienced or achieved things that you were wanting, but it didn't come in your timeline But when it did come, it was better than you thought. And that if it had happened on your timeline, on what you were desiring, you now know it was not going to be as good. It would have been good, but not great. And I think everybody, if they can spend some time really thinking about the past things that they have achieved, will find this to be their truth, that there is a divine plan. And that if you surrender, and, you know, I use the word surrender in that affirmation, 
Because when I'm putting out prayer or intent to the universe, I always tag on the end that or something better. Because so often I have expected something to come and be delivered in a certain package, in a certain way, and it actually comes to me in a completely different way that I truly believe is so much better than what I could ever have imagined because I have surrendered. So if you can take time to really look at your history to gather your own evidence, your own proof that there is some sort of magic happening in the universe that does do things better than you can do, you can then start to make friends with, I was going to say peace, you can start to make friends. Make peace with. Make pe- Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had two channeled pieces coming through and I've just completely blended them. You can start to make peace with patience. That's why it was two Ps. Mm. So get that book out, get the memories out and dig deep. So just focus on one thing to start with that you achieved and then really try and remember what you went through to get there. What were you originally expecting and how did this turn out better? You know, it's people that say, I really want this job and they go for the job interview and they don't get that job. But two months later, the company rings you and says, look, you, we know you, we didn't offer you that job, but we've actually got another job we think you're better for. That happened to me. That happened to me. I know. And these, you know, what you're saying, Jane, I'm thinking of so much stuff while you're talking about this. I can think of so many times in this lifetime that either the thing I want came later with more divine timing but better, um, or when I look back I think, thank God that thing I asked for never came to me because I would have been so unprepared and so not ready and it would not have been right. Yes, I've had that happen as well, right? exactly, that I've realised the timing was wrong. Or I thought I wanted this and I was working on this, but then that came along and I thought, wow, if I'd actually got this, I couldn't have had that. It's all of, we really need to trust in the fact that the higher power knows what it's doing with the way this Sim City down here is playing out, right? Sim City, I love it. But it is, it's the matrix. We, there's, a, there's a greater code, a greater formula at play of how all this fits together with the puzzle pieces in the larger picture. And we are just one small little corner of the whole picture. So trust and surrender are huge parts of patience. These are spiritual virtues, spiritual values, which really really have to do with that that ultimate trust. You don't need to tell the universe 37,000 times that you want that thing. The universe heard you the, when you only asked once. The universe heard you because you stretched emotion toward it. That's how the universe read it. You don't need to keep filing memos or, you know, shouting commands or anything. It's more to do with the pull or the tug in your body. And that is why I would say to you, if right now there is something that you, the listener, is impatient for, something you really, really want, Are you doing your exercises whereby maybe once a day you sit down in the same place every time in the house, same time of day with your hand on your heart and you imagine that you have that thing. Imagine you're living that life, living that dream, that you're in that reality space, that that thing has happened. Imagine using your body in conjunction with your mind, how that would feel. What emotions would that bring you? How would your body feel? What sort of awareness in your body? What would would it be light? Would it be sparkly? Would it be floating? Would it be free? Is it colors? Is it joy? Is it like name the emotions? And every day, if you can slip into that energetic alignment, 
you are really doing the work in bringing that towards you very, very fast. You truly, truly are. It's very powerful work. It is powerful. And going back to your example of the trip to Europe, you know, now, okay, you know that you're going in five months' time, but your holiday experience by having this time of planning is going to be so much better that you will be on Google every night researching Venice and and finding TripAdvisor suggestions of the best places to eat and go and visit, etc. And as you are doing this, you are really gathering, it's like you're doing the action mm. to help the experience to be greater than what it could have been to what it will be. It's so true. And another example is, you know, a lady, back to the baby example, which is a really good one for patients. A lady who's wanted a baby for a very long time and then one day, finally, she manages to get pregnant and it does actually happen and she's in, she's still, um, she still doesn't have the baby yet because she's pregnant. There is no baby. She's not holding a baby. There is no actual baby in the cot crying for its bottle or its breast or whatever. There is just the idea has changed in her head that six weeks ago she quote unquote had no baby and now in her head she has a baby and I mean there's clearly one in her body if you want to talk cellular level but the shift is entirely mental now she's all happy and free and joyful and believing in the universe again and loving her life and and the universe says to you but so much of this is all in the attitude you you know it, it, isn't it, it is that plain for people to see that it's just it it doesn't really matter if you're actually holding the real tangible thing in your arms or not because the brain knows no difference between fantasy and reality and that's why we encourage you all to do a lot of imagination, daydreaming and meditation work because that's how you get to your bliss. But that actually is it. That is your bliss. Because the universe knows no difference between your imagination and reality, you are there. If you want to be in Venice, close your eyes. Well, You're there. Let's all go to Venice. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Venice is amazing. <laughs> I've never been, but maybe now I can go. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. I am, I am experiencing um, having to be patient at the moment myself because I've just signed a contract for something that I can't share yet because I'm waiting for one more email back. And that email I expected a week ago. So like this girl, when she wrote this email, I actually laughed because I thought this is exactly what I'm in at the moment. But what has been happening is that I've been given this wonderful time that I'm finding, I'm coming up with little what I believe are divine ideas that are finessing this opportunity. And so I'm getting excited by, instead of stepping right into the energy of the action of the doing, I am still in the imagination stage. So while I'm in the imagination stage, I am still doing the doing of the creating So I'm finessing it and it's great fun. So the second that email does come in and we start this new project, I am actually more ready now. And I've come up with a few perlas that I'm very excited by that I'm not sure I would have come up with if that email had come through a week ago. Because you've had the time to think about it and marinate it and get excited about it, dream about it and put so much energy into it. I actually believe I'm going to be better at this opportunity than what I would have been a week ago because I've had this marinating time. And there it is. And so the affirmation that Jane um, started today's show with is a three-pronged approach to looking at patients. So the words she used were visualise, action or actualize, and surrender. And I don't think you can have one without the other when it comes to patients. So one important part is that energetic emotional vibrational work that we just talked about, which is 
imagine it until it's so real you can taste it and make it true for your body in that moment, that bubble of imagination. The second thing is, if you need to do something physically in real life, like call that person or put in that resume or go to that IVF clinic, you go and do it. You physically have to also take the steps to get you towards your goals. You know, you're not just going to sit there on a mountain and have it land in a, in a cloud. Um, and the third thing is surrender. You really have to let go, take your hands off the steering wheel after you've done all that you can do. After you've visualized and you've actualized, then you sit back and trust is what comes next, which is this idea that you have to trust that the universe knows what it's doing. You have to trust and believe that the universe has heard you. You have to know that the universe knows what's best for you. And you really have to sink down into the deeper soul knowing and trusting that it is coming and the universe will deliver it to you in the way that is best for you at the right time for you in the way that is right for you. Now, Will that look like the image you have in your head right now? It might not, but will it be better? Guaranteed. If it it doesn't look like what's in your head right now, it's because it is something better for you. Absolutely. Jane, I can remember when I was 25 maybe and I was in Thailand and I was, you know, at the height of my journalistic magazine career and I was the complete, um, I mean, you know, I whack out the angel cards every now and then, but I was still very shallow and driven by materialism and fashion and celebrities and the importance of the latest lip gloss that had just landed on my desk, (laughs) having to tell people about it. And, you know, that life and I lived in a city of six million people and I lived in high rise and I worked in high rise and my feet never touched the ground and I wore high heels. I was so ungrounded. Went to Thailand, went went into a temple because that's what you do when you're pseudo-spiritual and you go and look at the incense sticks and pretend like you're all om and stuff. And there was the monks and they had these little fortunes. So I ran up to get my fortune and I opened it up and it said something about, you know, it is your journey in this lifetime to learn patience. And I was like, oh, God, like, you know, the last thing you want to tell a 20 something is patient. Your fortune today is patience. It's like, it's like every cell and fiber in your body just wants to push against it. But I think there's a lot to be said for that. I know a lot of people have a lot of trouble with patience because the reason why is it is deeply, deeply linked to feelings of control, being in control or being out of control. And that is such a buzzword for so many people, isn't it? It's the core of anxiety, of depression, of feeling just like you're lost at sea, fear of failure, fear of scary bad stuff happening to you. It's all about control and patience is one of the biggest spiritual lessons and gifts you can be given in this lifetime because the universe is asking you to just let go and trust. And there's so many parables and stories like in the Bible about this where, you know, like, I don't know, God asked so-and-so to trust him and -and so-and-so couldn't or didn't or God would put tests down to see how much they believed in the faith. You know, that those very, very ancient parables, this idea that you really have to trust the universe. It's interesting that when you're sitting in patience and you're not feeling good, you are actually projecting into the future. When you are sitting and you are visualizing, you are now in the now moment. And so the now moment is actually the cure to impatience. So regardless of whether the now moment, you choose to spend the now moment visualizing Venice or visualizing having the baby or visualizing the exercise program, you're actually already started it. Or whether you choose the now moment to do something else, to study the movement of a tree, to 
watch a television program consciously. It doesn't actually matter. But that now moment is your friend and is hand in hand with patience. I'm so glad you mentioned this, Jane. Oh, thank you. But Did you going, want to add to that? Yeah, I do, but keep going if you wanted to say something. No, well, it was just really to understand that any time that you are feeling anxious about something which is the opposite of patient, so impatient, when you become impatient, you become with, I, I think anxious is probably that feeling, I think that would be the best emotional label to the feeling. Yeah. So any time that you are feeling anxious, you are projecting into the future. And you can't control that regardless. It doesn't matter how much you wish for it, whatever it is. We can get anxious about the future for the negative as well. And just be aware that when you become anxious, there is actually a fear in there. And if you can identify what that fear is, you can try and release that fear because the fear is often what is stopping the manifestation of it. I'm so glad you brought this up because I think we can't do this episode without talking about this now moment work and mindfulness, which basically means any emotion that you feel during the course of a day that makes you feel off kilter or kind of takes the wind out of your sails or makes you feel a bit yuck or heavy or out of alignment, one of the quickest ways to get back to your core is through that now moment work where you just stop wherever you are and just take a moment to fully soak up with all five or six senses exactly the moment you're in. Look where the light is, look where the sounds, the colours, the tastes, the smells are. Feel your heart beating, feel your feet on the floor, just observe what's around you and just breathe and just come sharply focused into the moment you're in because as we all know, in the exact moment, the exact right now moment, you are always safe and fine. Right here, right now, everything is always safe and fine. The minute you collapse that and go into past or future, it's chaos because there's all other people and other people's been involved and you can't control and this and that and what's going to happen, unfamiliar, unknown territory, can't see the wood for the tree. You come back into the now moment, it's you right here. You're in control. And there's this beautiful Eckhart Tolle quote that I found the other day. My friend has it written on her kitchen window with a texter. So every time she looks out the window, she sees these words and it says, deep inner stillness is always present. Isn't that powerful? Mm, it's just such beautiful. an offsetter. It's like that is the natural bandwidth of the universe is deep stillness of just peace. It's always there. We create layers and layers of drama and stories and fears and emotions on top of it, which aren't necessarily true and don't hold any weight. They're just very distracting and, and fun to feed off of, really, addictive to feed off of. But if you peel them away and just drop right back down into the deep inner stillness, that is where the certainty is, the, the validation, the reassuredness, just all of those deeper, heavyweight feelings, soulful feelings that you need to surrender, to trust, to know, to believe that everything is fine, you are never not on purpose, everything is on track, even, even if you don't understand why that thing you want or need is he, not here right now, you do need to trust that somebody knows where it is in the universe. Someone's got it written in a great big book. Beautiful, Beck, up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, so we've covered off. We've covered off on the visualizing. We've covered off on the action. We've covered off on the surrender. And we've added another one about looking at the fear and the now moment. So I think we've got patience all licked up in that. You've got the tools, guys. I think we have. <laughs> The longer I visualize action and surrender, the more divine the outcome. 
So we hope that you have a good time this week um, working on that patience, anything in life that's making you feel impatient, breathing into the anxiety, breathing into the need to know, the need to control, the need to have now, and just releasing and relaxing some of that for yourselves. Um, And we hope that, of course, you enjoy listening. And if you need any other shows on any other topics that we explore half an hour on so many different themes, you just jump on our website, lovelifeshow.com and put in the search bar, um, whichever word you want. Um, and you should be able to find it there in the in the files and the I've got to say that's actually really good. I use that a lot when I'm coaching clients. I do too. <laughs> and I'm going, well, you know, here's what you need to work on this bit here. And then instead of wasting time for me going into half an hour explaining it, just listen to that episode. So I'm googling and sending the link through. That search button's very good. Thank you to Luke Skywalker, our IT guy. <laughs> He did. He does a great job. He he looks after all our IT stuff so well. And if you get any value out of the show, we just ask that you give value back. So even if it's just a dollar a month or whatever amount feels right to you, you can just pay pay what you want. But that's another way that you can support us. Oh, Um, we've got the little donate button. Yeah, on our website. Which somebody did four four four. How gorgeous is that? What was not that much? I wish, but they did do one one one. Oh no, I I knew it was a number, but I was thinking. like four dollars 44 or yeah that's what or i'm thinking 111. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we do yeah, yeah i think that's absolutely i wasn't uh, saying 444 no but i'm just saying that i love how people that's just so beautiful uh, i just think that's so cute when when people use a number as a donation yeah. it's just like give 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 receive the universe it's all going out there all the love the is so beautiful you guys have had a little bit of fun with throwing the angel numbers back yes, at us yes which is <laughs> we, what is so and funny we have a little laugh at it it's yeah. gorgeous lovely yeah, beautiful. it's beautiful so thank you again for all of your support we really really appreciate it and it keeps us here giving back to you and until this time next week have fun breathing into your now moment feeling that control in yourself your deep inner stillness and enjoy what is to come Life is perfect, I'm not trying, it's just happening, and it's a beautiful day.